Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again! I'm back at it again, man. It is time to talk. We need to have a discussion today. Jets' upcoming game on the road against the Cleveland Browns. We're going to be discussing that. We're also going to be discussing some uh, some blowback that uh, Sulla got for some comments that he made about taking receipts. A lot of people are upset about that. Some people are still upset about that. So we're going to be discussing that. We also got some injuries as well on this Jets uh, roster. We're going to be talking about it. So, uh, again, if you want to call in, it's 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. But, listen, it's time to get into the show. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me share with you to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search The Long Beach Show Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Longview Joe Show, all right? Listen, your boy is on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter, all right? That's the show's page. All right, come on by, follow, follow you right back. Let's get back. Let's get talking about this football team. You can also follow me as well, at YoungJ000, again, at YoungJ000. That is the personal page of mine, all right? Your boy's also on iTunes as well. Okay, go ahead and get on iTunes. Okay, search The Long Beach Joe Show, The Long Beach Joe Show on iTunes. Subscribe to that, you know, and give me some ratings, man. I want to thank everybody that does do that. Give me a five-star rating. Let me know what you folks think about what I'm doing here on the show, man. You know what I'm saying? I really enjoy everybody that does that. I want to thank everybody again that follows the show uh, on iTunes as well. I'm also on YouTube for those of you, you know, that may not know. Listen. I get a lot of people talking to me, okay? A lot of people saying, hey, Joe, man, you're, you're a handsome guy. You know what I'm saying? I say, thank you. I'm not cocky. You know, I'm not a guy that's full of himself. I'm not arrogant. You know what I mean? I'm just, hey, out here in the world doing my thing. A lot of people saying, man, I was, you know, it's good to see you. You know, you got a voice made for radio, a face made for, for movies. I say, hey, thank you. If you guys want to be a part of that experience, if you want to come on by, you know, see your boy, also chilling the savages with the chat as well with the live call-in shows, Come on by. Come on over to YouTube, okay? Search Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? You search that. Hit that subscription button so that, you know, when I post content, you'll be in the know. Also, hit that notification bell, too. That'll send out notifications so when I post content, you guys will see it immediately. You'll be able to click on it and come on by, you know? So that's what it's all about there. We have a lot of fun over here. You know, again, salutes to all the savages in the chat. Salutes to family man. So, so as well. Salutes to you. You know, salutes to everybody that comes on by and uh, joins us in our discussions about this football team. So, listen, now we're going to get into it, all right? We're going to be discussing a lot of things tonight. First, I'm going to start off with uh, some comments that Sulla made that had a lot of people up in arms, Okay. Um, again, the lines are open, 515-602-9639. They're hot. We'll get to you guys in just a second. Um, so Sulla came out and talked about, you know, especially after the loss, you know, to the Ravens, he said, hey, he was coming out, came out Monday and said, uh, he's taking receipts. 
He's keeping receipts on people that are mocking the Jets. He came out and said, I'm taking receipts, and I'm going to be more than happy to share them with all of you when all is said and done, all right? Now, the way that I took this, <laughs> the way that I took this, uh, this statement was a bit different than most, but I did understand why some people were extremely or were upset or took it personal. Okay, I did understand that. And there was quite a people, quite a bit of people that not so well. Okay, <laughs> quite a bit of people. All right. Um, a lot of people immediately ripped him. They immediately said, hey, you need to shut your mouth and win a game first. Before you start talking about anything, you need to stop the nonsense and win a game, especially with the way the offense looks against the Ravens. Don't be worried about taking receipts. You need to be worried about making sure that the team can go out there and play well. You know, which is understandable. Some people were confused, like, hey, you guys just lost to the Ravens 24 to 9, and this is what you come out with? You know, and again, even guys like Greeny, who's an ESPN guy, we all know he's a Jets fan. He came out and just immediately, you know, took extremely personal. And basically, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but said, hey, who are you talking to? Because if you're talking to the fans, you know, you're crazy. Because we were Jets fans before you started coaching. We'll be Jets fans when you're done. And we're here and we're trying to support. You guys are the ones going out there looking bad. You know, you guys aren't going out there and producing a winning product out there on the field. You know, it's insane. Don't attack the fans. Don't attack people because we're watching you get beat like this consistently. You know, we want to be here. We want to root for a winner. We want to see you win. But you guys aren't getting it done. So when the criticism comes, don't be trying to, you know, take slow shots at the fans. That's insane. So all those things continued to go on, and people were going off. But Sella came out and uh, eventually said that, you know, what he said wasn't a shot against anyone. He was just trying to show conviction in the locker room. Uh, and he tried to convince people and let people know, hey, this is not the same old Jets. We're a different team now. A lot of things that happened in the past, that happened in the past. This is not, it's not the same times. We're different now. And that's kind of how I took the statement personally. I thought that he was just trying to fire up the locker room, especially, again, when you, when you listen to a lot of the statements from the players. I think Michael Carter said it felt like, we just lost the Super Bowl. You know, a lot of people down, especially guys on the offensive side, because there was so, many, so much expectation for the offense to really take a jump and really look good, you know, at least in the first game. And things just didn't work out that way. Now, the defense looked phenomenal, but the offense stunk, and there was a lot of issues going forward. And I think what Sella was trying to do was just rally the troops, kind of shut out the outside noise, and – you know, keep guys together, keep guys' spirits up. You know, we all, I think, you, again, a lot of people are upset, and I get it. But, you know, this, this just week one is one game. All right? We didn't look good, but it's one game. And we have time to kind of turn that around. And I think that Seller was just trying to rally his troops and keep things together there and not let things get too off the rail. But at the same time, I would urge, I would urge Sulla to just watch how he deals with the media. Watch how he says certain things, because, again, we've seen in the past, and it doesn't matter who it is, really. We've seen in the past that once you become a target for the media here in New York, they will go after you constantly. You say things like that, you, you start blurting out stuff like, hey, I'm keeping receipts, or you go after stuff, you start letting stuff like that slide and slip out, you'll have big-time issues here. We've seen it with a lot of people. We saw it with Rex Ryan. Rex was... I mean, he was unbelievable at first. It was great. But when he was losing, 
And it was time to hold him accountable for that, and people were going off on him. You know, we also saw that personality kind of turn around and implode as well. So I like Robert Sella. I like what he's brought to the table. I think he can be a good coach here. I think eventually we could be successful with him here. Again, we're still moving through this season. But he's got to watch how he talks, you know, to the media and watch what he says in those, uh, you know, post-game conferences, especially, again, they're ride, rolling with emotion. It's a tough loss. I get it, all right? But you've got to watch it. So we also saw Zach Wilson out on the field as well. He's looking good. Um, he was out there today as well, moving around. Let me tell you something. Ooh, that knee looking solid. He's still looking smooth out there. No issues. You know, things are rolling ahead. So things are looking good for Zach. And again, he's supposed to be coming back around week four. So we'll see what's going on with that. They talked about Dwayne Brown as well. They're hoping to get him back around week five. Sella sounds a little less, uh, you know, optimistic about that. But again, we'll see what happens with Dwayne Brown going forward. But Zach Wilson has been out there. He's been suiting up. He's been throwing the ball around as well in practice, so he's looked good. So, again, we'll see what he has uh, when it's time for him to return. But just seeing him out there on the field after having that surgery, after, you know, going through the situation is great to see. He's looking. He's not out there limping around, hobbling. He's running. He's jogging a bit. And he's throwing the ball, so he looks good. So that's a, that's a good note for us. So, now we're going to get into this Browns game, and we're going to get to the lines in just a second. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Listen, salute to all the savages in the chat going crazy. You, don't want, to, you want to know why I call my chat the savages? They get after everybody, man. Everybody. Even me. They don't like your take. They will let you know about it, okay? Now, the New York Jets are going into a football game with the Cleveland Browns, and let me tell you something. This is, this is going to be a task. I know a lot of Jets fans looking at it and pretty much uh, have, you know, written this as a W, but the Cleveland Browns are a tough team, even though, again, we know Deshaun Watson is dealing with his situation, so he's not going to be playing. They're going to have Jacoby Brissett out there. But the New York Jets are dealing with injuries, and there's question marks as well. You look at us offensively, T.J. Uzama is doubtful at this point with a hamstring injury. So it's looking like he's not going to be out there. Again, there was a lot of question marks about his usage uh, in the last game. We were wondering, hey, what is going on with this? Why did he not get a target? You know, we were hoping that in game, you know, in the next game that we would see him, and now we're, we're not. So it's probably going to be Jeremy Ruckert, you know, is going to be taken off the inactive list. I don't know why he was a healthy scratch in the last game, but it's looking like, you know, he's probably going to be slid more into a role in the offense in this upcoming game. Uh, so we'll see what happens with him going forward. I think, uh, again, tight end usage is going to be important going forward. So Rucker, Conklin, we'll see them out there. We also have Jordan Whitehead as well, questionable with the ankle injury. Now, he did say he was going to give it a go. So it's looking like he's going to go out there, and we'll see what we can get out of him. Let me tell you something. That is extremely important that that guy plays. Because, no disrespect, LaMarcus Jordan was not looking good in the first game. Whoa! I'm talking. It was uh, not a great performance from <laughs> Not a great performance. We saw him give up a, a big pass interference. He was looking lost in coverage at times. Very suspect. So, if Jordan Whitehead can go out there, kind of gut it out, get through it, get through the grit, I think that will help us a lot. Again, he's also a guy that comes down into the box and help us against the run. That's huge because the Cleveland Browns running game is 
real deal, serious business, okay? That's one of the biggest threats I think they give to us, uh, you know, in this upcoming game. You look at Kareem Hunt, you look at Nick Chubb, those guys combined, I think, for one 187 in the last game. I mean, this is a this is a, a two-headed monster, and we have to be ready and prepared. The defensive line has to be ready and prepared for what they're going to bring to the table, and we also have to make sure that the guys that are coming up into the box don't get blown by because these are two very physical running backs that if they can get to that second level, they feast. They feast on defenses, and we've seen it. So we've got to be concerned about that as well. Braden Mann is also dealing with the back injury. They said the back injury was actually was really affecting his punting in the first game, too. It's convenient, you know, 20-yard uh, punt. So, you know, we'll see what's going on. We also uh, – Will Parks has also been called up as well to the active roster, and the New York Jets did uh, sign up punter uh, to, to the, um, the squad as well uh, recently, too. So we'll see what happens going forward with these situations, man. Uh, you look at the offense of the New York Jets right now, and there's some questions. Clearly, as you go into this Browns game, you're wondering, can you properly protect Joe Flacco? I know that there's a lot of Jets fans out there ready to move on for Flacco. They're screaming for Mike White. They're saying, hey, Flacco's not mobile enough. And I will say this. I don't know what some people were thinking Joe Flacco was, but Joe Flacco is a 37-year-old quarterback. We all know that he is not a runner. He's never been like that throughout his career. He's not a guy that's going to take off like Patrick Mahomes or – Lamar Jackson, and he threw some yards on the ground. That's never been who he was, okay? So you have to have a clean or decent pocket for him to make plays. I watched George Fant and Thomason get destroyed all game long, all game long against the Ravens in our first game. They've got to clean that up. That left side was atrocious. It was atrocious, and that was supposed to be one of the most improved parts of the line. So – We've got to clean that up. We've got to give them a pocket. And, again, this week we go against Miles Garrett and Jeremiah Owazu, okay? These are two guys who can get after it. Jeremiah, I think, had two sacks in the last game they just played, and we all know how Garrett can get after it. He's one of the better pass rushers in the league. So it's going to be very interesting to see how the New York Jets offensive line bounces back and also how the New York Jets offensive game plan uh, handles itself in this game, too. Because Mike LaFleur was not particularly good in the last game either with some of his play calls and lack of adjustments. I also want to see Garrett Wilson utilized more as well. That was ridiculous. What did you take him 10th overall for if you're barely going to give him any snaps or any balls thrown his way for him to make plays? The guy's phenomenal. When we get the ball in his hands, we see that, you know, things can work and work well. So we've got to clean that up too. Also expect the New York Jets to try to run the football effectively here. Michael Carter needs the football in his hands too early and often. We saw, honestly, last week he was probably the best offensive player for the New York Jets on the field, did everything, had a good game. So we've got to be concerned about some things. They also got Jadavian Clowney up front too. So we've got to make sure that we protect Flacco, run the ball effectively. And can we get some decent tight end usage in this game as well? Let's figure out how to get those guys into the game. Another guy I also want to see get going early, uh, Corey Davis. I'm giving you a call, okay? I called you earlier, and I told you I need you. I need you to step up. The early drops have got to stop with Corey Davis. They've got to stop. Killing us early. He's got to get going early. If Corey Davis can make those catches, stop with the early drops, our offense will continue to move. Got to get it rolling. I also see, want to see Elijah Moore here really get going again. In this football game, you look at the New York Jets defensively, and 
The Browns are coming in with some injuries as well. Uh, they have some guys that are that are definitely hurt. Jack Conklin, their starting tackle, he's he's going to be out for this game. Chris Hubbard as well, one of their tackles too. He's going to be out. I'm looking for the New York Jets defensive line to feast. They should eat, man. I'm not worried about the pass. The pass rush should absolutely get after it. Jacoby Bursett should be under pressure all game, every game. All game, every game. All right? We should absolutely just be ripping that guy apart. The one thing, again, that I'm concerned about is the Browns running game. The Browns running game is crisp, man. And not just that, too. I can see them coming out as well and utilizing a screen game as well so that when we get a little bit overzealous or try to overrun things or think we have things sniffed out, Chubb or Hunt, I'm telling you, those guys sneak out, they catch the ball, get in space, and it's, it could be a bad day. So we've got to be concerned about the screen game. We've also got to be concerned about their running game. They do some things really well there, too. Uh, I look at their offensive weapons. David Njoku is also a guy to me that sticks out, an athletic guy, a tight end. We all know the New York Jets over time have struggled with tight end. We, do, we did do very well last week with Mark Andrews. We've got to continue that because David Njoku is a really athletic guy. And I'm also concerned about Amari Cooper. Again, if Whitehead is, you know, either leaves the game or isn't 100%, we got some issues there at safety, especially, again, with Joyner out there. Amari Cooper is a guy that can still get it done in this league. we got to watch it. There's going to be a big test. I want to see, are they going to put Sauce on him? Are they going to put DJ Reed on him? You know, what's exactly going to happen there? Also, Donovan Peoples-Jones is another guy that a lot of people are sleeping on. All right? I think he was their leading receiver in the last game. That they played. I think he had like 60 yards. It's a guy that can move, okay? This is a guy that can move, all right? We've got to keep our eyes on him, too. So we're going to be tested. I know there's a lot of people that think this is just an automatic win for the Jets just because, okay, just because Deshaun Watson is not playing, but I am not saying that, especially with the way the Jets' offense looked in the last game. There's a lot of questions going forward. So now we're going to get to the lines again, 515 6029639 is number. Call in. I am taking all callers. First caller I am going to, okay, is my guy, Bill. I believe this is Bill. Bill, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. How are you feeling, my friend? Feeling pretty good, pretty good. Good. That's good, my friend. Uh, listen, we're going into this game against Cleveland. We're on the road. Do you think Sella – will have the team ready on the road against the Brown. And are you concerned with them coming out and kind of sleepwalking early? Yeah, I was, I was really concerned. Uh, that game was had to be a concern. I, they couldn't move the ball. It was uh, very, very, very concerning. Although I feel a little bit better. Had a chance to look at LaFleur's comments. I don't know if you saw some mm-hmm. of that. He kind of explained a lot of the issues that they had. Had a lot of questions for him. Mm-hmm. What, what happened with the tight ends? What's going on with the offensive line? You know, and yeah. his answers kind of made sense. He's, you know, he did throw the offensive line under the bus, but essentially he threw him under the bus, and it's have to be better. So, you know, that's going to be the key there. Defensive side of the ball, if they can keep it going and get some rest once in a while, they should be good to go. And all it's going to hinge mm-hmm. on that offensive line. Is George Fant going to be the same guy we saw last year? I mean, that's, that's what yeah. we have to see. Yeah, and that's my next question for you. When you look at this pass rush, man, Miles Garrett, Jeremiah Walton, mm-hmm. how concerned are you? <laughs> for Joe Flacco, man, because let me tell you something. If these guys come out and look like they did against the Ravens, we're going to have some big issues, right, Bill? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you said it, man. They have to get off the off the ball at the, the first possession. That guy gets the points on the board. Can't go down there and just 
turn the ball over, can't go down there, just hand it back to the the, uh, the Browns. They have to run the ball. They didn't run the ball. That's one thing LaFleur admitted. You know, they asked what happened to the run. The run was effective. I mean, I know maybe they were concerned about the run blocking, but the run blocking looked okay with the pass blocking. So, you know, go to your strength. So hopefully the team will have to go that route, keep the ball on the ground, run away from Miles Garrett, and get some more of these explosive plays. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Again, I think a big part of that is putting the ball in the hands of Michael Carter. That guy was, yeah. again, we saw him in the first game. He's phenomenal. He's phenomenal. We've yeah. got to find a way to continue to do that, whether it be, you know, uh, you know, running the football effectively or, again, you know, him coming out the backfield and catching the ball in space has been big as well. Yeah. Uh, coming out in those flats and really putting in work has been huge. Now, a guy that I'm really looking forward to getting the ball in his hands, too, is Garrett Wilson. Do you think that mm-hmm. this is a yeah. game where we'll significant usage you know, with him within this offensive game plan, do you think this, we'll see significant snaps for this young kid coming up against the Browns? Yeah, they're, they're going to have to. They better. After what we saw from him, the couple of snaps they, they gave him, the guy was incredible. It was everything we expected. And they were sitting there waiting for more. And if you're going to pass the ball uh, that number of times, you could get the ball to the guys are going to make a difference. So we'll see what happens. They better get him more involved. You know, to your point, you know, some of the players have some early drops. You know, I, I'd like to see those balls go to his way as opposed to some guys who just, you know, been kind of dragging us down a little bit. Mix him in more. You know, if they can get to the tight ends, great. Uh, you know, you don't have to go the tight end route if you can get some mismatches with Garrett Wilson. And let's, let's see what he can do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now I'll go to the defensive side real quickly with you, Bill. Jack Conklin's out, man. Do you expect our pass rush to feast on Brissett? Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to. I mean, they have to go after him. That's what we see. These guys have to do all the work. They have to do the heavy lifting. They have to get in there and have to put a lot of pressure, get some turnovers. One thing I didn't see, we didn't see a lot of, tur- a lot of uh, turnover-worthy opportunities um, last mm-hmm. week, which is disappointing. With the pressure that we could put on the quarterback, with the defensive back, with the sticky coverage, defensive backs, and, uh, you know, except for one of them, but you know, part defensive backfield is solid. I expected to see more opportunities for turnovers. There were a couple, but – you know, that's got to turn up this week with this opportunity where you have the back of quarterback and you have offensive line issues. We have our defensive line that has shown, you know, who they are. They, they've got to, we've got to help out. we got Flacco back there. Let's get a short field so the guy can get some opportunities in. So I would expect to see, um, you know, and the best thing is that you look at the defensive line. That line looks like those guys are self-motivated. You know, you don't have a lot of mm-hmm. weird blitzes going on. They don't have a lot of guys doing a lot of stunts. I mean, they're just going in there and going forward and beating each guy man on man, which, that's got to be exciting since we've always had issues, you know, just trying to find some pressure off the edge. We have the pressure now. We're getting up the middle. Quinnen's looking great now also. Everyone's kind of, um, you know, some people have some things to say about him. But, you know, he was, he had a, I thought he had a pretty good game. He had a solid game. And, again, you've got to capitalize on that side of the ball. But, you know, I think we all agree that's, that's not the side we're really concerned about. <laughs> we're concerned yeah. if those guys yeah. are out there, uh, you know, just you know, for half the game, most for 75% of the game, just, just getting right. winded. It's going to look like last week. Yeah, it is. And, again, the Browns, I think, again, have weapons, man. They have weapons on the outside as well, wide receiver. Now, with Whitehead dealing with this ankle injury, he's going to give it a go. We'll see if he actually plays. Man, are you concerned? If Let's say he sits down and ends up missing you know, part of his game. Are you concerned about us matching up with Amari Cooper and Peoples, you know, with, <laughs> with LaMarcus Joyner and some of these safeties that we had out there, man? Yeah, I'm with you. When you mentioned, uh, I forgot about Peoples Jones. That guy, he's uh, mm-hmm. he's gonna be a challenge. I mean, you, you can put sauce on him and match height on height, but then you know you're leaving Amari yep. Cooper. You want your number one on your number one. Reed is tough. Yep. He's not as tall, 
So, you know, it's kind of, you, you probably want to have a safety on people's Jones. So it's, it might be a bit of a mismatch. Our guys are, you know, like the, the Bulldogs out there, you know, got Reed, but yeah, definitely the, there's a height disadvantage or reach disadvantage um, for our guys. And you definitely want to have your safeties there to kind of keep everything in front of them. Although we didn't do a great job of that last week. Uh, hopefully if we can't get, um, yeah, I know they have, I think Will, has got Will Allen or Will Parks? Will Parks? Came Will up. Parks is, yeah, Will Parks is, is there. Yeah, everyone wanted to see him come out. I mean, I was really excited that he was – they wanted to see him make the 53-man, but if he can get some playing time. I mean, he looked good. We'll see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, to your point, that's got to be a, the point of focus for the defense. They want to get that pressure on the uh, quarterbacks. Hopefully we don't have to deal with a lot of deep throws. But, you know, they're going to get their shots in, so our guys have to be ready. So I think it was a great game. Yeah. Everyone's talking about the great game we had on the corner, cornerbacks, which, you know, I, it, it was uh, – there's just a couple of plays. I know Bryce – Bryce Hall's taking a lot of flack. I saw that play over from different angles. I thought that was perfect coverage. It was a perfect throw by by Jackson. I, I don't know what Bryce Hall could have done. I mean, he was a uh, he took a lot of heat for that one. I thought he played that one perfectly. He got even got his fist in on the ball, just couldn't knock it out. Um, so I think when when you add him to the equation, also to play, I know a lot of guys aren't really looking for him to go out there after that touchdown. I think he's still solid. Mm-hmm. I think he still brings a lot to the table. He could probably be the guy that we need to kind of rotate on those three big uh, receivers they have to kind of give some support. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably see him play a fair amount also since he's a bigger uh, corner. Yeah. So my final question before I let you go, Bill, because you're bringing the heat, man. Give me your final score prediction for the Jets versus Cleveland Browns, man. How do you think this yeah, game is? Yeah, you know, I'm telling you, I think Flacco, he's, uh, he knows that the next step for him is going to be on the, on, the, on the bench with some knitting needles, needles, knitting needles making some uh, scarves if he doesn't get this game to the next level. So I think he's going to come out throwing – they're going to find a way to get some points early, and then uh, I think they kind of have to. This is a must-win game. And people are saying I think a lot of people want to kind of – a lot of fans are urgent. They have the urgency we need. But I think the team right now, they feel like they're taking a lot of slight in the media and I, I, the whole Stala thing. It's one of those things where he's kind of taking the lightning rod for the team. He's, he's got to go out there and make some comments, get people mad at him so that, you know, rallies the team around. These guys are like it's more of the us-versus-them mentality, regardless of who the us yeah. is, you know. So if they have that chip on their shoulder – they got to come out and get some points on the board. I think this is, a, you know, we were waiting for the tight ends last week. I think, like you mentioned, you got to go Garrett Wilson. You got to go deep. You got to go early. You got to get some points on the board, put pressure on, on the uh, back of quarterback on the other side. So I'm thinking it's going to be a game where we can get uh, an early lead. I'm looking at 27-10 Jets. That's it. Oh, 27-10 Jets? All right. I'll, let's... <laughs> Listen, salute, Bill. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Have a good weekend. All right, have a good one. Listen, Bill calling in with some fire. We're keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in again when you call in. Please be patient. We have quite a bit of callers, and again, I can see you. So don't call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. Call in and hang up. All right. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> I can see you. Okay. Chill out. All right. I get everybody. I get to everybody. Be patient. Also, if you're watching the stream, no matter where you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, subscribe if you have not subscribed. If you want to give to the platform, the Super Chat's there. If you don't want to go to the Super Chat, Cash App is at the bottom of the screen. stream. Also, you know, again, share the stream across your social media with your friends and your family. Always love connecting with people that way. Salutes to my guy, the real Jay Savage in the chat. The real Jay says, I expect a lot of blitz packages. This is Carl Lawson and Jermaine Johnson coming out party. They couldn't really showcase everything because of how fast Lamar is with his feet. Yeah, this is a this is a different quarterback we're facing here against 
you know, Jacoby Bursett, again, he's a guy that can move a little bit. He's not fast, all right, but he can he can scoot a little bit in case you, you know, do something crazy. He's a guy that we've seen try to plod and get going, but he's not a he's not a burner. He's not a super weapon that way. So we can absolutely, you know, try to take this guy's head off and really get after him. But we gotta be careful. Gotta be careful because he's a guy that can move a little bit, but he's not like known as a runner. All right. So we'll keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is number. Call in. Next I'm going to my guy A. Monty Jason C will come to you in a second. A, I'm coming directly to you. Salutes to you, A. I want to thank you for calling in today. Listen, A, there's a lot to talk about, man, a lot to discuss. We are having a lot of things going on here with this New York Jets football team. Give me your thoughts about us going on the road against the Browns, man. Do you think Sella will have this team ready to go on the road, my friend? Salute, brother, and happy Friday. Uh, will Sella have it? Have them going? Have, will Sella have them prepared? Uh, in my opinion, it's irrelevant. It's up to the players. It's up to the Jimmys and the Joes. It ain't about the X's and the O's, right? What I'll say is um, really, yeah, that's well, how hold I feel. On, a. Hold on, hold on, a. We've seen in the past though. Like, look, we we see we saw it with Rex Ryan, where they would come out and just look like they were sleepwalking, like they were unprepared. We saw it with Todd Bowles as well. Historically, when he used to go on the road, things would not look good at all. I think it's big to make sure that your team's prepared and ready to go when it's time to go on these road against any team. We've seen it in the past. Again, I just named two coaches. When they're not up to snuff, when things aren't fleshed out, when you don't have a game plan, again, you're, you're not at home, you could end up getting smoked. We've seen it. Oh, yeah, I think they'll definitely have a good game plan. I think so. I think Salah has, has – put together good game plans. We saw it against Lamar Jackson. You know, I think even offensively, there was some there was some positives to take away. But, I mean, it's not like it was in a game plan for Lincoln Thompson to get walked back five yards into Joe Flacco's lap. Like, that's not in a game plan. So that's what I mean by the fact that it's up to the Jimmys and the Joes. It's up to those guys. Where well, my biggest concern is, historically, when we would have a unit play well, like the defense, right, they shoot their wide that week, and then the next week they come out flat. So, I think I think Salah, like you said, to your point, has to go back to the history of what the Jets are, right? So you don't get that same old Jets uh, uh, moniker, knowing that hey, you guys played well next week. Are you gonna are you gonna are you gonna take it up a notch, or are you gonna fall flat in your face? You know, be aware because that's that is something that that is uh, that has played the Jets. So so mm-hmm. will it will it be will Salah have them ready? I would hope so. I would hope so. If not, then what is he doing there? But at my, at my thing, I'm putting I'm putting it squarely on 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 the players. You know, Salah's not blocking. Salah's not tackling. Salah's not out there dropping passes. You know, neither is Mike LaFleur. So, um, and I feel like coaches at this point are getting way too much flat for for guys who just didn't perform well. They didn't perform well. And it's not like guys we didn't think were going to perform well. I didn't, you know, I haven't seen Joe Flacco run look that slow. I know he's 37, not 307. You know, I mean, it's like he <laughs> aged overnight. You know, i never seen it from him. You know, Lincoln Thomas has been a beast for a decade, a decade. And he just chose yeah. that day to have a bad day. You know, George Trent was a beast for us last year. So, you know, I mean, you know, I don't like all his revisionist history. Oh, Salah, oh, Jay, oh Joe Douglas should have got a tackle. Uh, you know, what if, Mike, what if Makai Becton worked out and it was DJ Reed who got hurt? Then, you know, you said, oh, you should have got sauce. So it's like you're never going to be happy, you know. Stop pointing at the, the, the guys who are calling the, calling the plays, in my opinion. At some point, the guys who are missing the block and the tackling. Football is a simple game. You, you block better than the guys. You tackle better than the guys. You catch the ball. 
you win. That that's all there is to it. We didn't do it enough, so we lost. <laughs> that's all there is yeah, to so, it. Yeah. So a now we're you talking about blocking? You talk about this line. Last week there was a challenge with the Ravens again. You know, Mitabike, all those guys, Matabike, all those guys was just getting after Houston. We saw them really have a day against us. Now you turn around and you're playing the Browns with Miles Garrett, Jeremiah Walton. Good Lord. These guys are two guys that get after it as Good well. You Lord. know what I'm saying? Right. Here we go. Here we right. go. They're ready to turn up. Here we go. Yeah. They're ready to yeah. turn up. Do you uh, think this you... offensive line will be able to turn things around and, you know, be able to get these guys blocked? Because, again, you got Gary, you got a Walsy, you also got Clowney as well, a guy that can still make moves in this league. Do you mm-hmm. think they'll be able to protect Joe Flacco properly in this football game? Okay. Here's what you have to do. As a, as, a, as a football team, you have to know thyself. So what are we good at? We're pretty decent at running the ball. What are we not so yeah. good at? Passing the ball. But it's a passing league, so we are going to have to pass. We're going to have to mix in the run with the pass, right? So me personally, right, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get down and dirty. I want to win. On, on, on my first third down when I'm forced to pass, what I would do, and, and it might sound dirty, but I'm going to do it. I would take Ty Johnson or whatever third or fourth string running back I have and tell him, look, bro, this is your only job in life. I don't care if you miss. I want you to run directly at Miles Garrett's outside leg and go for that side board. And either, I, okay, that's on, it. Come that on, is a. it. That's, so either you hit him dirty. or you make him slow down. You hit him or you bull- slow down. Hey, hey, come slow on. Slow down. <laughs> no, stop. Okay? Don't be stop. proud. Don't. It's suicide to leave Max Mitchell. That is is a flag and an ejection waiting to happen. Come on, you can't. You cannot tell that guy to do that. He'll get. He'll get thrown out of the game immediately. Listen, we got to block, and you also got a game plan better, right? If you see that the Jets' offensive line is struggling, which again, this is Miles Garrett, this is Jeremiah Wazoo, you know, again, Clowney. I I suspect that the Browns are also going to be in blitzes as well. You got to start utilizing your big packages better. Again. C.J. Uzama not going to be playing in this game because of the hamstring injury, yeah. which could mm-hmm. actually, you know, cost him down the line as well because those hamstring injuries tend to linger. So we'll see what happens going forward with him. But you got Jeremy Rucker, who's a solid run blocker or a solid blocking tight end, excuse me. Then you also got Tyler Conklin as well. We've got to utilize that stuff. I mean, you, you cannot, you know, go out there and just get destroyed. The game plan, the offensive game plan must make adjustments. And to your point, before you went off the rails about going after Garrett, you got to run the football effectively too. We got to start getting it going within these trenches because again, Michael Carter, we saw the first couple, you know, plays, especially in the first uh, first quarter, we saw that, that the Jets were running the football all right. They were they were moving the chains, but it was a lot of the bonehead plays and then bad penalties that really costed us offensively. Now going over to the other side of the ball really quickly, when you look at uh, the New York Jets and how we're going to have to face up against their running game, Chubb and Hunt, those guys had 187 yards combined against the Panthers. How concerned are you about this defense facing up against this two-headed monster in the running game? From a talent perspective, I'm not. I think talent-wise, we match up with them, especially if they got both of the tackles out. You know, if Conklin's out, and Conklin's a road grader, he's out. we got a shot to match up. My, 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 my biggest concern is our scheme. Sometimes Salah says, hey, Go up there and get reckless. Go up there and fly up, fly, fly up three yards from hella high water, and we wind up out of position. So if we do that, we're messed up. But if we go back to that kind of container gap uh, um, 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 type of uh, um, uh, defensive run game that we had, 
um, against Baltimore, yeah, we, we match up pretty well, especially – and I love how Jordan Whitehead uh, affects the run game. And if he can't go, I don't think yeah. Will Parks is, is that bad affecting the run game, but you've got to play eight in the box and say, Jacoby, Jacoby Blissett, we know you can't beat us. We got Sauce, we got Reed. Um, you know, if you have to double-team one of those guys with a safety over top, fine, and, and you take your best matchup. But you have to force Jacoby Brissett to meet it. It's the same, it's the same thing you did with Lamar Jackson. Force him to beat you deep, mm-hmm. right? Jamar, Lamar Jackson, he did it. He did it. Kudos to him. But they didn't beat, they beat us left-handed. They didn't beat us by running the, uh, the ball down our throat. That was the best running offense of 2021 in, in their top five uh, uh, perennially. All right, we, we, we held him at 63 yards. You can't ask for much more than that. So, so, so can Jacoby Brissett do that against DJ Reed and, 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 and Sauce? And if you can, you tip your hat to them. But I, I, don't, I yeah. don't think Jacoby Brissett can beat us. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the whole crux of the game is keeping Miles Garrett off of him, keeping um, uh, Kuromara Walsu off of him, um, and, and um, Andrew Taven Clowney. And you don't leave these, you don't leave these tackles on the island. That's suicide. You chip them with bats. Mm-hmm. You chip them with tight ends. Um, if if if, if uh, Thomason is gonna um, you know mess up again, you slide the center to help him. But you you cannot let our statue, our porcelain statue, get any pressure because because he he won't move. He won't move. He mm-hmm. he, he just sits there and goes into the field position. I I've never seen anything like it. But if this is where he's at, we gotta meet him where he's at. So you gotta give him as much protection as you possibly can. So I would, I'm, I'm helping the guard with the center. I'm helping whoever whoever has your David Collins, whether it's Max Mitchell or Fant, you're getting the back to chip him. And, you know, I know you don't like my message, but it is what it is. And I'm taking probably Tyler Coughlin or, 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 or Ruckert, and you chip you chip on Clowney or, or War Mosu, and then you get out to your route. But you have to protect the merchandise. And then you run at War Mosu. You run away from You run away from Garrett. Don't run at him. That's suicide. You find Cormoso, who's like 250, and you run at him, run right at him. And, and, and then you make right. your, 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 um, your screen games, and there you go. Okay, so my final question for you before I let you go, A, because you, you spit your takes, give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? I say 17-13 Jets. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Okay, 17 <laughs> Listen, hey, I got to slide off, man. Got quite a bit of callers. Thank you for calling in. Uh, next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? You got it, brother. Have a great Friday. Oh, you have a good one as well. Listen, hey, calling in. I, You know, I respect it. I understand people want to get after it, but, you know, you can't <laughs> – you talk to a guy, you'll be good to go and gone out of that game, especially if you do something like that. But, listen, <laughs> we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 Six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. All right. Again, let me tell you something. This Browns defense is, you know, they're not they're not trash. Okay, they're not trash. Greg Newsom, you got Denzel Ward out there at corner as well. These are guys that can make some plays. Joe Flacco's got to be careful with that football. All right. Please give the stream a thumbs up, no matter where you're watching me from. Also subscribe if you have not subscribed, and hit that notification bell. Also share the stream with your friends and your family across your social media platforms as well is greatly appreciated. You want to give to the stream, the Super Chat's there. The Cash App is also at the bottom of the stream as well. And uh, anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is number. Call in. Next, I'm going to Jason. Monty, you'll be next. Steve as well. 
Jason, salute. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for uh, calling in today. Listen, there's a lot to talk about, Jason. There's a lot of fans that are looking at Joe Flacco right now. They're blaming him for a lot of the offensive struggles. They're also screaming for Mike White. Do you think that Joe Flacco's on a short leash coming into this football game? Um, well, I would like to believe so, but and, and I don't believe um, he's on. They, um, they, they must have liked him, and they must think he's the backup option right now for him to be the starting. So I don't. So even if we, he has like two or three bad games, I think he's gonna be the star no matter what. Okay. All right. All right. So when you look at the situation, we saw our offense struggle last week against the pass rush of the Ravens. Now we're facing Miles Garrett and Awazu and Clowney. How concerned are you about this Jets offensive line facing up against these pass rushers? I'm very concerned, you know. It, it did not look good for us against the Ravens, and now we're going into a top pass rusher as my, um, as Garrett, who is a phenomenal uh, pass rusher. I'm very scared, and I'm very worried that Joe Flacco may actually get hurt or may not be mm. able to complete the game because of how bad the line looks right now. Wow, wow. So you think uh, he's going to take some shots in this game as well? Yes. Sadly, I'm wow. I'm hoping the offensive coordinator can get something to not let it happen, but if we had all offseason to prepare for that game against Ravens, and we didn't do that. So it's going to be hard to see, you know. We wait and see, you know. Yeah. Do you think that the New York Jets off, uh, running game will be more of an, have more of an effect in this upcoming game against the Browns? Um. I do. I believe we. Uh, I really believe that offensive uh, team, uh, this offense or our O line, will be able to do better than um, last week. I believe we be we should be able to run better. You know. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm hoping that we run better. So when you look at the defensive side of the ball. Listen, David Njoku is a guy that I look at. A lot of people are sleeping on him. He's an athletic guy. He can get after it. How concerned are you about the matchup with uh, the Browns tight end in this Jets defense? Um, to be honest, I'm not that worried. Our defense did really well, especially with their tight end. That's that's very great. Even though I I, I don't um he that guy is on that guy is underweight. Not, don't get me wrong, but from what we saw from last game, um. I think our defense can hold their offense. To be honest, okay. in, in my opinion, this is going to be if our, which offense can score the most points, I believe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, Jason, so my final question for you before I let you go, you're giving us some takes. Give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? You know, you know I got to be honest. Honest Jets fan, you know. I know people are going to hate me for what I'm about to say, but um, I'm going to have the Browns get have us by um, the margin of 7 to 14 Browns. 7 to 14 Browns. Man, seven to four, seven to fourteen Browns. Okay, listen, Jason, I respect it. Look, man, I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. All right. You too, my man. All right. 
Listen, Jason says seven to 14 Browns. He's the first person to go Browns tonight. He's the first person, all right? Jeez Louise, man. You know, I get it. All Jets offense struggled last game. So we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Can we also talk a little bit about our special teams as well? Because Greg Zerline was atrocious in the last game. He was atrocious. My goodness, man. He was so bad. We'll get back to these lines. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, we're going to 914. 914, give me your name, where you're from. You're looking like a new caller. And give me your thoughts about the New York Jets offensive line matching up with this Browns pass rush. How do you feel about it? 914? 914. Yeah, uh, uh, what was the question? I'm sorry. Uh, give me your name, where you're from, and give me your thoughts yeah, yeah, about yeah. This, uh, this, this Jets football team, this Jets offensive line matching up with the Browns uh, defensive line. Yeah, my name is Frank. Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about the uh, the pass rush. I I think they're gonna they're gonna clobber us on the on the O line. I mean, it, it's a big concern. I mean, Tomlinson didn't play well. I don't know what. I mean, we gave him all this money and didn't play well. And Fan, mm-hmm. I think Fan's injured. I don't know what's up with him. I think he's injured. I, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be the same same thing that happened last week. Yeah. Wow. So you think that you think you're thinking Joe Flacco is just going to get mauled in this football game? Yeah. Well, see, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm assuming Lafleur is going to have a, a different game plan. I mean, he's, he's got to. Uh, I hope they run the ball more. Maybe they they do some screens. You know, when's the last time the Jets, you know, have screens? I never. All these other teams, they have a lot of screens. The Jets never have screens. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I think I think they should run the ball more, obviously. But, you know, what, I think what happened last week, too, is we said we didn't run the ball, but what happened is, you know, we get on these these third and longs or third and fives, and it's like you can't run it, and you have to pass it, and then you didn't complete any of the passes, and that's why, we, we, you know, we threw 59 times, you know? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's tough, man. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm the Jets would be yeah, the lowest score. Yeah, I'm looking at it, and again, I think part of the the reason why I was a little kind of I didn't think Lafleur did as well as a lot of his play calling was predictable. On those first and second downs, there was it was a lot of runs, so you could kind of predict what was coming, and there was a lot of issues up front as well on protection. I didn't think he necessarily did the best that he could to kind of ease up the protection, especially again with Max Mitchell playing the way that he did. He played very well, and I'm excited to see him going forward into this game as well and see how he performs now. Going to the defensive side of the ball with, you know, we're facing up against a running game that is very good in this league, Chubb and Hunt. Are you concerned about our defense not being able to stop them? No, I think we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna stack the box. You know, hopefully Whitehead plays. I think we're going to stack the box and we're going to control the run and we're going to force Brissett to throw the ball. And, and you know, it's going to be, a, in my opinion, it's going to be a low-scoring game. You know, it's not mm-hmm. going to be – it's going to be one of those boring, low-scoring games, and you know we're just yeah. waiting for Wilson to come back because <laughs> Joe Flacco, man, he's, he's yeah. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So before I let you go, my friend, give me your final score prediction for this football game. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? What do you think the score is going to be? Yeah, I think it's going to be 20 to 7 Browns. That's my prediction. 20 20 to 7 Browns. Wow. (laughs) I just have have no in the Jets, man. I'm just, I'm done. You know, like. Listen, I, I hear you. Listen, my friend, I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? All right, dude. All right, all right you have a good one. Listen, you know, again, he takes the Browns. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is Call in. We're taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up no matter where you're watching me from. Hit that super chat if you like. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. Hit that. Cash app, if you like to as well. Again, anything you give to the program, greatly appreciated. Next, we're going to my guy, Monty. Monty, we're coming directly to you, Steve. You'll be next. Salutes, Monty. Salutes. Everyone knows that when Monty shows up, my alarm goes off. You know what I'm saying? Anytime he shows up, I, I see what's going on. I see where he's moving. I see how things are going. What's up? Salute what's Monty. up? What's up? What's, up? what's I, going on? I want to thank you for calling. What's going on? Listen, we're playing the game rounds this week. How concerned are you about this Browns pass rush matching up with our offensive line? Oh, very concerned. Very, 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 very concerned. Because we have uh, Joe Flacco out there, man. He's really stationary. You know, he doesn't move his feet. He's just back there to be had. And, uh, you know, the Chet's offensive line didn't play too, particularly too well. So I'm very concerned, man. I'm very concerned. Uh, they have uh, really good corners, Denzel, Denzel Ward and uh, Greg Newsom. So it's a, it's just a, it's just a matchup. It's a matchup nightmare, man, all, all around the board, because I don't think we're going to be able to hold up Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney. I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm not too particularly happy about this matchup, but, hey, man, this is why you play the game. We'll see. Yeah. Do you think we'll see Garrett Wilson more involved in the offense uh, this week? Do you think uh, you'll have more of a, a... – uh, I think – I mean, I hope so. He's he's one of our uh, best weapons that we have. Um, I would love to watch him, see him get get involved, but I mean the Browns the Browns have really good corners, man. They got you know uh, Greg mm-hmm. Newsom, uh, yep. Ward, and, Ford. and uh, I don't know if Greedy Greedy Williams is playing, but you know they're they're three they're three deep, you know, uh, solid solid cornerback. So, and I will will we'll see we'll see. Hopefully, I you know the coaches do the do the right thing and let him get some tick. You know, that's the best thing that they could do. You know, you got to let you gotta mm-hmm. have your playmakers play, man. You got to have your yeah. playmakers play. Yeah, you do. What's the point of drafting yeah, you dude do. 10th overall if you don't play him? And, and he, exactly. he shows you he can make plays. So, um, but, I, I mean, I, I I think he should get the nod over, over Corey Davis at least. Mm. Yeah. I mean, again, Corey's, Corey's early drops are really hurting us offensively. Now, Another thing that I'm concerned about is the penalties. We saw a lot of bonehead penalties last week as well. Do you think the Jets will clean that up too? No. Jets are not a very good team, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> since they're not a very good team, they're not very disciplined. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, they're not, they're, not, 
Listen, the Jets are not disciplined at all, man. We, uh, you know, wow. my concern has always been with the coaching staff rather than the players. But I don't think we, you, we're, we're, I don't, I don't think we're coached correctly. I don't think that, you know, we're we're just not coached to be disciplined. Mm. Wow. Okay. You know, I mean, my- good, good team, good, good, good team. Hey, listen, man, good teams, good teams. That's what they don't beat themselves, and the Jets have shown mm. year in and year out. That's what they do. You know, they're fine some type of way to make some boneheaded decision uh, and not do their job, try to do somebody else's job. And they're just not mm-hmm. very well coached, man. The players are there. We just don't put them in the right position. <laughs> Example, Garrett Wilson. <laughs> we got a playmaker who out there making plays, and we and we choose not to play him because of why. Mm-hmm. Because we decide to get Lord Lawrence Cages from Burns. It just doesn't make sense to me. But, you know, okay. we'll see. How concerned are you about the Browns' running game? Chubb and Hunt, man, they had big yardage last week combined. Do you think this Jets defense will be able to stop them, slow them down? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the I think the uh, I think the Jets defense will be able to slow them down in the first half. Um, I think it's I think they'll slow them down in the first half, but late Jets defense gets gassed. And you know they they give up some big runs. The one the one person we really got to worry about is uh, Kareem Hunt. You know Nick Chubb yeah. is gonna do what Nick Chubb do, and Kareem Hunt is kind of like that X factor who can, you know, uh, you know, um, gas you for long runs. Also catch out of the backfield. Um, yeah, he's real deadly on screen passes. He's real deadly, you know, being matched up <laughs> on on linebackers. He's really like a. You know he's a he's an X factor in that run game, man. He's he's really yeah. the uh the 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 straw that stirs the drink for real. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's a guy that can get after it and do it all, like you said as well. Very well rounded back, and he landed in Cleveland and has really been able to do some work there. Now I'm looking at this situation and Whitehead's dealing with an ankle injury right now. We'll see. Again, he's going to try to give it a go. If he does end up maybe, you know, sitting down after a couple snaps in the game, how concerned are you about Amari Cooper at that point with our coverage, our safeties out there being Parks and a joiner? Uh, This week I'm really not too concerned about uh, the safeties being out um, in the past game. I'm more so concerned, you know, a safety being out, um, Jordan Whitehead being out for uh, the run. Um, We need a guy like that who can – yeah, yeah, I'm not really concerned about the pass or Amari Cooper or anything. We, I mean, you know, our corner's shown that they can kind of match up, and uh, I mm-hmm. think we're more than capable to be able to, you know, um, keep them under check um, in the passing game. Uh, Jacoby Brissett is kind of like – kind of cut from that uh, – I don't know, like that game manager clause where, you know, he doesn't want to – he doesn't want to try too many things deep. And even if he yeah. wanted to, he, you know, he couldn't. But, you know, you still, you know, he's still an NFL quarterback. So, you know, he, he, he may be able to make those plays downfield. But, you know, um, I'm not too concerned with the Browns passing game. I think it's going to be okay. like a low-scoring low game between both. I think the, the best way the best way for the Jets to win this game is if, we, if we're able to establish the run game, get completions, mm-hmm keep moving the chain instead of, uh, you know, stay out of, you know, third and longs, I think we'll be able to – I think we'll be – I think we'll be fine. We can make it close. But I still think just the Jets are just – I mean, the uh, Browns are just – they're just too much, man. They're too, they're, they're too much. Wow. Okay. Well, Monty, my final question for you before I let you go, 
Give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Uh, I got the I got the score being uh, twenty four three, man. Twenty four three. Yeah. Uh, uh, twenty four three Browns. Twenty four three Browns. Not again. Yeah, man. The, the <laughs> offense is, is the offense is terrible, man. The offense is. Oh, offense man. is too bad, Joe. I don't have I don't have any confidence in in Joe Flacco right now, man. Especially, you know, he's at that age, man. He in that Eli Eli Manning stage where he just look at the rush. He goes down. He doesn't want to do too much. He doesn't want to, you know, throw the ball downfield, man. He it's 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 not looking looking good for the guy. I thought this would be like a like a Mike White game. Oh man, well. Listen, Monty, I want to thank you for calling in. You gave us your takes, man. Salutes and respect to you. You have a good one. Yes, sir. You do the same. All right. Listen, Monty calling in. He's giving us takes. He took the Browns as well. Wow. <laughs> Again, we'll keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, Steve. North Carolina, we'll come to you next. Steve, salutes to you. I want to thank you for calling in. Listen, Steve, a lot of people that are getting on Joe Flacco, man. A lot of people want to see Mike White get his start. Are you one of those uh, fans that wants to see Flacco sat down for Mike White? Hey, Joe. First off, thank you again so much for having me on your show, man. It's always great to talk to you about this team. You know, listen, here is the thing. I understand that Jet fans were very, very, very frustrated last week, you know, with Flacco. But I still have to be honest with you, as of right now, I would Flacco over Mike White. It's, it's not that I don't have anything against Mike White. It's just the thing is, I think this matchup for Mike White this Sunday would just be too overwhelming because, you know, we're going, into, we're going on the road into Cleveland, into Cleveland. And honestly, Joe Flacco has faced the Browns so many times in his career. I would, I would, I would give Flacco another shot this week. And and listen, I really couldn't blame him a lot last week for the game against Baltimore. I mean, yes, a lot of his decision making wasn't good, but the offensive line did not play well last week. So, you know, it's a new week, new new, new game, new week this week. Yeah, listen, I, I've, I've had a lot of discussions with a lot of Jets fans, and there, there's a lot of people blaming him, and I get it. Joe Flacco was not perfect at all, but that offensive line was horrific. It was horrific last week. <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad, especially that left side uh, that gave up so many, just so much pressure and so many hits and so many, the sacks were ridiculous. So that's going to lead me to my next question, Steve. Do you think this offensive line will bounce back, especially, again, particularly the left side? Do you think they'll bounce back and be able to play better against guys like Miles Garrett, Jeremiah Wazoo, and uh, Davion Clowney? Yeah, no, listen. I think, I think this week that the Jets will get, the, will get it back together this week. I, I do think that we will get this back together especially because I think after the performance they had last week, and I remembered after the game last Sunday when Lincoln Tomlinson spoke to the media, he, he was very angry with himself from his performance against Baltimore. He mm-hmm. said that he knows that he's got to play better. 
And, you know, he yeah. said that it was one of the worst games he's ever had in his career. And he even admitted it. And he even apologized to Flacco as well for giving up all those pressures. Now, going into this game against Cleveland, obviously you just made a good point. The biggest concern about facing the Browns defense is, is Miles Garrett. You know, Miles Garrett yeah. was the number one overall pick back in 2017, and he is considered one of the best pass rushers in the game. That is one of the biggest concerns that the Jets' offensive line has to keep um, intact on Sunday, and that's against Miles Garrett. In the secondary, they got another great player in the secondary, as you mentioned earlier in the show. The number four, fourth overall pick back in 2018, cornerback Denzel Ward. The Denzel Ward has turned out to be one of the best corners in the game. He, he is a very, very talented player, and that's a guy that they got to watch out for. Now, uh, now, for the Jets' defense, this is the key thing that they have to do. They have to maintain with Jacoby Brissett. they got to make Jacoby Brissett make them uncomfortable. The Jets' defense has to play like, how they did in the first half against Lamar Jackson last Sunday. Because if they do something yep. like that, Joe, and make Brissett make mistakes, you know, that could be the key thing. But the other key thing that they got to do is, and this is on, and this is going back to our, um, going back to what you said, the key thing on offense is maintaining with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Because listen, last week, they had a really, really good they, – they ran the ball all over Carolina last week, you know, both of those running mm-hmm. backs. But last week, we gave up 63 yards on the ground last week to the Ravens, and that was great. And that is one of the key things. If we could win that game against Cleveland, that's going to be the key thing. You have to keep yeah. – you can't be just keeping a running game you gotta you gotta maintain with their running game because if if they're if they're stopping Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt on the ground, that's gonna make Jacoby Brissett pass the ball more, and that could force him into mistakes. And obviously, you made a good point about Amari Cooper and and David Njoku. I mean, listen, Njoku is yeah. not Mark Andrews, but Njoku is a good tight end. But now, Joe, I got a question to yeah. ask you. Give me your yeah, hold, thoughts. Hold on a second. Hold on, on a Jacoby. second. Hold on a second. Uh, hold on a second now. Listen, Steve, you, you, you had a good breakdown there, but like you said as well, I think the big, the big issue is stopping the running game. And I think that if we can at least slow it down, okay? Again, we did very well against the Ravens. We're a very good running team. I think we held them in like 63 yards rushing, okay? If we, could, if we could stop this and slow it down, I think that that puts us in a great position to, run, to win this football game. Because, again, they ran all over the Panthers last week. I, I think I said it. They combined for 187. That was just Chubb and Hunt really handling business. So yeah. we've got to stop that. But I also think another point is, too, a lot of people aren't talking about is Kareem Hunt in particular is a guy that can come out that backfield and catch the football. Okay? We're going to be tested yet again, another back coming out the backfield that can handle business. We've got to worry about that, too. And I think that they're going to try to get their screen game going because, again, everybody knows they run very well, so they're going to – put you in a position where you're going to think, okay, they're going to run the football. You all get, you know, riled up and you come all in and then boom, they're going out the back door on you and it's, it's said and done. So we've got to look out and watch screens too. We saw us get ate up last year with screens heavily. So they got to be prepared for that as well. Now, before I let you go, Steve, my, actually you had a question for me, Steve. What was it? Yes, I did. My question is Joe is 
What do you personally think of Jacoby Brissett as a quarterback? I think he's a – look, I think Jacoby Brissett is a, a guy that can hold the fort for you. I think he's competent. Of course, they have Deshaun Watson there, but he's dealing with his suspension. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett is solid. He's not a guy – of course, he's not like a Lamar Jackson or a Mahomes or a Kyler Murray or something like that. But if you allow him space, he'll plot for a couple yards. You know, he'll try to move and get himself a first down. But he can throw from the pocket, too. He made some plays uh, last week. I think he had like 147 yards throwing the ball. He had a TD as well. So, you know, you got to be able to make sure you get after him too. I think if you bang him around a bit, make him uncomfortable back there in the pocket, we got the pass rush to do that. Jermaine Johnson, Carl Lawson, uh, Michael Clemens, those guys get after him. So I think we have what it takes to really get after him. But, you know, we've got to make sure that we stay – <laughs> stay solid against this run because once that get going, everything around him gets going as well. It really helps him out. So that's my thoughts on him, Steve. What about you? You know, listen, I think Jacoby Brissett is a decent quarterback. I mean, obviously the Browns quarterback situation is a little bit of a concern right now too, because obviously with Deshaun Watson facing his suspension, listen, Joe, Joe, I got to be very honest. I would be more worried about facing Cleveland this Sunday if if we were facing Deshaun Watson. I would be a little more concerned. Of course, Deshaun Watson is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I, I you know, I, I'm I, look. I'm concerned about every team. All right, especially when you look at how we looked last week. There's no way that we could look at any team on this schedule that we got coming up and be like, oh yeah, I'm not worried about them. Our offense sucks. It stinks, Steve. It absolutely stinks. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, no, if you're not offense... putting it together, that, listen, what we saw last week out of this offensive line, Thomason, Fant, I mean, come on. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. That offense was terrible, Steve. So, before I let you go, Steve, give me your final score prediction, okay, for the Jets-Browns game. How do you feel about it? Give me your winner, your loser. Who do you think uh, comes out the victor here? So the way of how I see this going into this game, game, you know, if, if they can, if the defense can do what they did last week for most of the game against Lamar Jackson, and if the offense does finally find this groove with Flacco, I'm actually going to give. I think that we have a chance of ruining the Browns' home opener this Sunday, I am going to pick us to win. I am going to go with a 21-17 Jets win. Okay. Talk about it. Steve, salute. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good one. All right. Good night, Joe. Bye-bye. All right. Listen, Steve calling in, and uh, <laughs> he takes the Jets. He takes the Jets. We're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is number. Call in, okay? We're taking all callers and we're getting to everybody. Listen, Greg Zerline as well, he's got to step up. Everybody talking about this could be a very close game, okay? If it's a close game and he plays like he did last week, we're going to be in some trouble, okay? Because last week, Zerline was terrible, man. Oh, oh. brother, this guy stinks! He was awful, all right? So we're going to get back to these lines again, 515 602 515-602-9639 is number. 
call in. Again, please subscribe and give the stream a thumbs up if you have not already, and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. I'm going to my guy, North Carolina. This is a guy that understands football. Great Jets fan. Salute to you, my friend. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, we got the Browns coming up, and I've been talking to people, and I've been asking them, hey, do you think Sulla is going to have this team ready to go on the road? Is that a concern of yours? Yeah, very much so. I think what's uh, exacerbated things is uh, obviously some of the key losses we suffered, which have been some bad losses, losing Makai Beckton and losing Zach Wilson. Uh, we probably have a couple of more weeks to go before we can get Zach back. I'm really concerned about that. And uh, the decision they're making to stick with Flacco, who looks old, who looks like a man uh, past his prime. And uh, if it was me, we have nothing to lose anyway. I would start Strevler. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you're yes. a guy – I was going to ask you that as well. So you're a guy that's ready to get off the uh, <laughs> the Flacco boat. And I know there's a lot of fans streaming yes. for Mike White, but you're ready to go straight to Strebler, huh? Yes, because he's very mobile. Wow. And I don't know how much tape there is out on him. Now, Mike White, there's probably a little bit of tape on Mike White, you know, with the media, and that drew attention with him beating Cincinnati. Now, there's probably some tape on him. That game and, of course, the Colt game in which he got injured. Strebler, I don't think there's any real tape on Strebler. Mm. I'm not sure if there's any filming out there on him. I think we can catch a team by surprise at least that one time because I'm looking at this thing going forward. We're probably a couple more weeks before we can probably get Zach back, right? Because I don't think they're going to rush him. I'm thinking yeah, if we can go four. one and three. One and three is better than 0 oh and four. Both are bad, but I'll I, I sign on for that one and three. At least try to get a win for Zach before we get him back. And I think Strella is our best option. Mike White is is the hot name, you know, because of Cleveland. But I think tape is out there on uh, Mike White now. I think teams are more likely to be much more aggressive and try to force Mike White to push the ball down the field, which I'm not I'm not too sure if Mike White has a strong enough arm to do that. Strebler mm-hmm. can actually throw the ball a little bit. This cat is no yeah. uh, Tebow. You know, he can actually throw yeah. the ball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think it will be a, a gutsy move, a ballsy move, but I would have done it. We have nothing to lose. <laughs> Two tight end, three tight end formation, power. Try to run the ball and have Strebel play off of that. We've seen that form to work before. Buffalo did it. Uh, 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 Baltimore did it. They came out. They ran with Lamar early in his career until he could establish that he could throw the ball and be trusted. The same formula could work for Strebel. I think mm. he could have surprised oh. Cleveland because I don't think Cleveland – I bet you any amount of money they have no real no real tape on Strebler. You wouldn't know well, what I mean, expect. I know Strebler. I think his mobility yeah, I, is taken by surprise. Yeah, I mean, again, Strebler was in the CFL, so I know, you know, maybe they go back that far. But it, that's it, that's an interesting take. I haven't heard a lot of Strebler calls, but I definitely have heard a lot of people screaming for Mike White. But as we go into this game now – Again, we know that Joe Flacco, to this point, is going to be the Jets starter in this game. Uh, Miles Garrett, yeah. Jeremiah Wazoo, are you concerned about this offensive line matched up with these Browns pass rushers? They get after it, man. I think, uh, obviously, we're not at full strength. I like uh, Vera Tucker and uh, some of the acquisitions we made. I'm really worried about it, though, because when you have a quarterback that can't move, that's not very mobile. His mobility is worse than Ken O'Brien. 
You know, Ken O'Brien <laughs> back in the day? Ken O'Brien could throw the ball now, but he wasn't very uh-huh. mobile. He makes he makes he makes uh Ken O'Brien look like Joe Montana. I mean, he can't move at all. Flacco doesn't move well at all. Yeah, but I mean, again, uh, this offensive line has got to block, man. Tomlinson came out last week and looked horrible. I watched him get pushed yeah. in the line of scrimmage into Flacco's lap. I mean, come on! And it wasn't just like once or twice; it was the whole damn game. I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah again, yeah, Flant, right. uh, uh, Fant as well. <laughs> Fant didn't look good either. He was getting beat by Houston. I know he's questionable this week, but from everything that we know now, he's going to play, right? He looks but you know what the thing about Fant is? I'm expecting a bounce-back performance. I'm expecting a bounce-back performance from uh, Fant. You know, Fant is in a contract mm-hmm. year, so he, he's going to yeah. be playing, trying to put his best best tape out there because he's playing, he's trying to get paid. So I expect him at least to put up a fighting effort from, from Garrett. I know he's going to match with Garrett, though. Garrett is a monster. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we man. talk about Michael Clemens, our Michael Clemens. Did you see how uh, Garrett looked? They showed some video of his arms. I said, wow, he's like a monster. Ooh. It didn't even look real. Like a cartoon. <laughs> Somebody draw, you know, exaggerate the arms. I draw and exaggerate man. the arms. And he, I mean, is this for real? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he... He's a monster. He's a straight-up monster. Now, that leads me to my next question is, okay, if we're struggling in blocking, could you see the New York Jets really get their running game going to try to balance things out? Do you think the Jets will be able to rush for over 100 yards against the Browns? They're going to have to try. They're going to have to come out three tight end formation. That's why they made the, the offseason acquisition adding uh, uh, Ruckert and doing some of the moves mm-hmm. they made to get some tight ends that can both block and receive. Now this is an opportunity to put that talent on display. This is very important. We gotta get we gotta get a win. Between this week, next week, we have to win. We can't go mm. 0 three and then get Zach back coming off of over three and all four seasons. That's a lot of pressure put mm. on Zach. I don't want to see him in that in that compromise of position. I don't think it's fair to mm. him. It's not good for the Jets and it's not good for the fans. It's, it's horrible. That'd be a a terrible uh, worst case scenario. We got to do everything yeah. we can to win this game in Cleveland. That way, yeah. we can give ourselves a little wiggle room. You know what I'm saying? We can, if we can get a win this week, and let's say worst case, we do, we lose next week. At least we can feel good about winning this game against Cleveland. Give ourselves some feeling of hope, and then try to project forward in the next week. Try possibly getting Zach Wilson back. You know what I'm saying? We've got to try yeah. to win this week. To me, three tight end formations. Feature Brees Hall. There's a reason we took him in the second round. We took him high. You know, nowadays, running backs are not getting picked yeah. high at all. They're not getting picked in the first round. They're getting picked in the second round, all the way in the third and fourth round. We took Brees Hall in the second round. It's time to feature this kid. Let him get in the rhythm. Mm-hmm. Let him get going. And if we can get him going and sprinkling some Michael Carter, then we could have something. We might be able to pull yeah. the upset against Cleveland. I mean, we also need to utilize Garrett Wilson more effectively as well. Do you think he gets more of a significant yes. role within the offense this upcoming week? I hope so. Garrett Wilson, I saw little pieces of tape on him. The thing I like about him is even when he's covered, he's open. He's yeah. almost uh, Odell Beckham or Lynn Swanish and his ability to attack the ball. And mm-hmm. his ball skill is really freaky. It's really, really interesting to watch him contort yeah. and go up and, and catch the ball and attack the football, I say, why not? Why not let him play? Mm-hmm. That's the reason you, you picked him 10th, you know, 
Usually guys get picked yeah. that high. They're not going to spend a whole lot of time on the bench unless they're concerned about this West Coast, you know, and some of the route concepts and how they feel, how far along they feel Garrett Wilson is. They got to be holding him back for a reason. Don't you think? Well, they better they better figure it out fast because let me tell you something. When the yeah. ball is in that guy's hands, we when uh, Flacco just made that that panic throw to him on the sidelines and he was able to almost move and get a first yeah. down. To not utilize that type of talent, it's, it's going it's go, right. to cause you some issues. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say what could happen to you. I'm just going to say that it's going to cause you some issues <laughs> down the road. That's all I'm going to say. All right? Don't, don't, you don't, know. Uh, don't DM me. All right? Saying I said something I didn't say. I said it's going to cause you some issues in your yeah, career just, going down the road. Let's just hope that the Jets right. can come out and get a win against Cleveland. This is going to be a tough, tough matchup. It's a it tough is. matchup, but it at is. least we don't have to face a Lamar, Lamar Jackson type of quarterback. It gives me hope yeah. with the defense did. I'm really proud of this Jet defense. They came out and played so much better than they played all last year. Last year was a nightmare. They played very poorly, and I'm not used to seeing the Jet defense play this badly. My years of being a Jet fan, I've never seen the Jet defense, you know, play this badly. And to come back and have this showing against uh, Baltimore kind of gives me a little bit of hope, at least on that side. But having an yeah, so quarterback when, on offense, it really makes me nervous. So when you when we were talking about this defense, and again, even finishing off on the offense, I think Elijah Moore should be yeah. definitely have a big role within this game as well. He's got to be used better. But going over to the defensive side, look, they got Jack oh, Conklin yeah. out. All right, this just pass rush should feast. They should absolutely get after Bursette, try to rip this guy apart. Do you agree? Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. The pass rush looks really good. Way to set this rotational system up. There had been questions about it, the the number of snaps that our defensive line would be would be taking. But it looks looked effective in uh week one. Let's hope that uh they come back and uh, have a repeat performance against Cleveland. They're gonna need it. Because I believe if they can pressure Cleveland's quarterback, we have a shot to win this game. We might have a chance to win it just yeah. off that alone. A little bit better yeah. than last week because Lamar is on such a high level. It's hard to contain him for four quarters. I think we have a legit yeah. shot to shut this guy down for four. Yeah. So when you also – listen, Sauce is going to be out there too, probably going to be matched up with Amari Cooper from time to time. Do you think that Sauce yeah. – because he's going to be tested. They're going to go after him. Do you think he'll be able to step up and rise to the test against the Browns this week? Well, everything that we've seen from Sauce, to be such a young man, he's so polished and he's so professional in what he's doing. He's the player, the player I have the least concerned about. You know what I'm mm. saying? I have the least concerned about Sauce because Sauce is going to do everything in his power to be prepared for this game and every other game going forward. He seems to be very mm. mature. He conducts himself like a pro, and I see why, even though at the time that's not the decision. I, I would have been, I probably take in, in Kibikwano, but nonetheless, they took Sauce Gardner, and uh, he, he's showing me why they took him. With the uh, the pick uh, fourth pick in the draft and uh, why they made that investment because he is a total package. He's a great talent and he seems to be a very strong and disciplined human being, a great guy. And uh, I'm not worried about him at all. He's the least of my worries. I take the time to be a little nervous when they face Miami. You know, when they face mm. Miami, when they face uh, Buffalo. You know, what I'm saying they had to face Stephon Diggs. Those are the featured matchups that I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. When he goes against Diggs and then. Uh, uh, Tariq Hill of Miami, that's when we have to be a little kind of nervous 
you know, like we're waiting on our first date, <laughs> going on our first date, you're a little nervous and uh, you don't know how this thing is going to go. You're hoping it goes well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hear you, man. Now, when you talk about this, uh, the, the the Cleveland Browns as well, they run the football so yeah. effectively. How concerned are you about Chubb and Hunt and that running game, or even those guys coming out and coming out the backfield, you know, catching the ball with screens as well? How concerned are you about those two weapons, those two backs? It's, uh, Cleveland is a very talented football team. I think our saving grace is that we didn't have to face uh, Deshaun Watson. I think yeah. if Deshaun Watson was available for this game, and in our current condition, we would have probably have no chance to win None mm-hmm. if Watson would have played. But because Watson isn't playing in this game, despite everything, we have a chance to win this game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Listen, so my final yep. question before I let you go, my friend, give me your yeah. final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Oh, it's a tough call. Oh. Come on now. Come on now. I'm Come thinking 24-21 Jets. Okay. Somehow they'll find 21? a way to come out of it. Yeah. Okay. That's right. 20? 24-21 Jets. I'm guessing you think that Zerline is going to hit that last game winner and redeem himself. Is that is that what you yeah, think? Yeah, that's it's right. Gonna it's going to come right. down to a field goal. It's going to be close. Okay. We'll see. Listen, yep. I want to thank you for calling <laughs> in, my friend. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? And thank you for taking my call, Joe, and you take care of yourself. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Listen. He said 24-21. All right, I hear it. I hear it. All right, so I'm going to give you folks my prediction as well. All right, again, for everybody uh, that is uh, listening to this uh, audio here, again, we're live on YouTube, Long Beach Joe Jets. We put a poll in the chat. I'm going to close out the poll right now. I'm going to close it out. We asked the Savages, hey, you know, do you think the Jets will beat the Browns? Do you think it will happen, all right? And as we close this poll here, all right, 57% of the Savages said no. They said no, the Jets will not beat the Browns. (laughs) They say no. 57% said no. Interesting. It's interesting. Well, I look at the matchups here, and I say to myself, wow. You know, the Jets are coming in, and there's a lot of question marks. I know people want to jump all over Joe Flacco, and he's he's slow. I heard somebody, uh, speaking of somebody, uh, you know, earlier this week that says he's slow as dirt. <laughs> stuff. He's old. I mean, these are, these are things we knew. And uh, as you continue to watch, You know, the team going forward, I think the bigger question is, can this offensive line block, okay, especially this left side? If they cannot do that, we're going to have big-time issues, big-time issues, all right? 
Miles Garrett, Owalzu, I think they are going to give us some trouble. They're going to harass Flacco. Questionable. It's looking like he's going to play, but he was looking a little stiff out there at practice, so I think they're going to struggle with that. But I think our running game is going to kind of keep us afloat in this football game. I think that Michael Carter is going to be able to run well. I think the matchup of, of, of uh, Hall and Carter are going to do solidly. I can see the Jets getting the ball out to Garrett Wilson, him making some plays here and there. I think our defense is going to be big, come up big in this game too, especially again with Conklin being out. Carl Lawson, Jermaine Johnson, Michael Clemens. You know, I, I think those guys are going to get after it. Quincy Williams, Quinny Williams. I think it's going to come up huge, and I think they're going to keep us in the game for quite a bit. And I think when the time comes, we're going to be able to step up offensively and get it together. I think we're going to be able to do that. I think it's, a, it's an ugly game. I think it's a close game. I'm going to take the Jets to beat the Browns 10-17. to 10-17, to 17, I'm taking the Jets. Ten to seventeen. I'm taking the Jets. I think we get after Jacoby Brissett as well. I think that turns into some turnovers, and let me tell you, I think we're going to be able to do that. Ten to seventeen. So right now, I'm taking the Jets. All right. So, listen, folks. This was a phenomenal show. I want to thank everybody for calling in. This was crazy. We'll see what the Jets do here. I know there's a lot of people screaming for Mike White. They want Flacco out of here. They're worried about this offense. I get it, but I think the Jets will be able to take this one. So I'm going to go ahead and close out the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search the B Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, give me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe. All right, is the show page. My page is at YoungJ000, at YoungJ000. It's my personal page. Follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. The left side of the line stinks, okay? I'm talking they stink. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! All right. Thomas and Fant, they got to get it together. But you know who is good? Elijah Vera Tucker and Max Mitchell. Those guys are playing well. All right? But the, the left side of the offensive line has got to clean it up. Okay? But I'll be down there with the jersey on. So you want to troll me? Let's go back and forth. I'm also on YouTube as well. All right? Going over to YouTube. Search Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, give all my videos a thumbs up. I appreciate it. If you want to troll me, no issues. I'm the troll that's under the bridge there as well. Go ahead and get in those comments, and I'll troll you. We can go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me eventually, all right, I'll be outside. It is Free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone that will cost you absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right? Anyone that tells you any different is lying. I want to thank you for taking the times out of your day to call into the show, to listen to the show, to come on by and salute 
your boy. I want to thank you folks for doing that. Without you people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, for listening again, calling in, and just being a part of the show. You folks are the best. Peace. (laughs) 